Oh uh, yeah, this is Ofer. Yeah, hi Tim. Good hey, morning. Hey, did I say, did I pronounce your name right? Usually I'm pretty good. I want to make sure I got it right. Yeah, it's Ofer. Oh, Ofer, okay. Yeah, how hey, you doing? I know, I know, uh, I know a guy named Ophir, but uh, it's, he spells it with an I, so that's pretty, pretty close. I'm doing, I'm doing well. I wanted to make the most of your time here, um, and just kind of run through. I think you had got the questions Dan had popped over to you. Uh, yeah, I did. I mean, feel free to to kind of ask them again, but I. I Went through them and uh, and and awesome questions. Okay. Perfect, We're perfect. So yeah, usually these things run uh, pretty quick, anywhere from like fourteen to eighteen minutes. So I wanted to kind of start off, and we'll go into you know what is Happify, and uh, the questions Dan had had 
and I'll just read them through again just so we're on the same page, um, were um, might gamif uh, gamification improve behavior change? Apps like yours, there's other apps like Nudge Kick that prevent people from uh, using apps until they complete some kind of goal, which I guess is you know uh, relevant to happiness. Um, and how might biofeedback further our self-understanding for fitness, happiness, or might even interact with an app like yours in the future? And then um, how do you see apps like yours or others integrating with augmented reality to provide immediate feedback and real-time gamification um, and I don't know if that one's that last one's up your alley. You can let me know either way. Well, I actually have been thinking about it, and you know, there's there's definitely interesting ways to use augmented reality. Uh, the question is, uh, do you augment or do you turn a reality? So, so you know, I, I can talk about it. You know, my 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 background is you know, casual games and games. So. so Obviously, I'm I'm fascinated by augmented reality as a as a tool and as a platform. But uh, uh, you know, in a psychological uh, context, uh, it, it's really interesting how you apply augmented reality. So, so yeah, I can definitely talk about. It. So, where are you calling from? Are you where are you based? Uh, we are in Cambridge, right uh, right next to MIT, actually. Nice. So it's, there's yeah there's a uh, startup. Uh, we're actually in a building called uh, Cambridge Innovation Center. There's, so there's uh, there's 500 startups here. I guess it's like the most population or startup dense community in the world, or something like that. So there's there's some guys that are you know pretty um, you know pretty real, but then there's a lot of a lot of kind of guys that are getting off the floor. So it's a good good mix of folks. But um, but yeah, we're over. Where are you in? Where are you currently? Uh, I'm based in New York. Uh, you know, it's it's. It's turning cold today. I'm it sure is. It's, it's like that's it. Winter is here. So it is here. It is here. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, and then, how do you pronounce your last name? Is it Leitner? Leitner. 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 Yeah. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Well, yeah. I'll make the most of your time, and we'll get we'll hop right in if that sounds cool with you. Yeah, sure. Is it sound good for you? The sound is perfect. Perfect. Cool. Awesome. Cool. So I'll just get hop right in here. Hey everybody, this is Tim Reese here with Tech Emerges, where we inter interview entrepreneurs, investors, researchers in the domain of emerging technology. And today I'm joined by the co-founder and president of Happify, Ophir Liedner. Um, Ophir, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you, uh, team. Glad to be here. Perfect. So I want to get us started out. Let folks uh, that are listening uh, know what is Happify. Uh, yeah, so Happify is an online platform that uh, essentially help people uh, apply and learn skills for a better living, happier, healthy lifestyle. We use uh, science-based activities and games uh, uh, to help people develop behavioral uh, 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 habits uh, that form a uh, happier uh, lifestyle. Very cool. And go, let's dive a little bit more into some of the processes and, uh, that you guys use for gamification. How might gamification improve behavior, behavior change within your users of the app and, and, and otherwise? Yes. Yeah, so, 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 you know, our background, uh, prior to starting Happify, we, we've spent... Uh, uh, over a decade in the in the gaming industry, and what we found out is that through uh, gamification techniques and games, you can actually drive behavior. And uh, you know, uh, in many cases in the games world, where we spent our uh, prior careers, uh, we've seen people getting addicted into behavior that is not necessarily healthy. They show up and they play hours and hours and 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 follow a set of instruction level progressions and and and. Mechanics that have been put in place uh, to to help uh, uh, you know ultimately get the people addicted to playing games. Our approach was uh, really asking the questions: Can we apply uh, the same mechanics, the same uh, concepts, 
uh, and help people form a uh, much healthier, uh, meaningful uh, time that they spend uh, with applications and services. So uh, it, we, we found out that this is actually pretty uh, uh, fascinating to, to kind of switch the approach and say, you know, I'm not interested in uh, getting people addicted to an app. All I'm interested in is to drive their behavior and, and uh, gaming and gamification done right uh, can be very, very effective. Uh, done wrong, which, which I see a lot of uh, examples, uh, it's, it's meaningless and does not uh, create any, any benefit. But if you do it right, it, it actually works. Perfect. Yeah, and walk us through a bit of the process in which, um, so initially you, you harness all the, the data from people from, uh, they sign up and they fill out a survey and you level, you measure their level of happiness um, at that, that point as a benchmark. And then walk us through a little bit how you're able to um, measure happiness because I think um, from an interview I had watched with you that uh, something like 86% of your users experience, you know, uh, way more happiness two months down the line than, than people that don't use the app. Is that correct? I don't know if those yeah. numbers are still... Yeah, th th these numbers are correct. And basically, from, from, from the user experience point of view, you know, the users are coming to the, uh, the, the service uh, after telling us a little bit about themselves and what drives them into, uh, into the service. Uh, we recommend them a certain track, which is a topic around which they want to build those skills for uh, greater emotional fitness, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, we then prescribe them a set of activities that are uh, coming from uh, the academic uh, labs, uh, interventions and interventions that have been transformed into uh, interactive app, and we let them go about um, several applications and several mini tasks every, every day. You can do them on your phone uh, when you're commuting, you can do it at night, if you done, if you have kids, when you're done uh, putting them uh, to bed, and and what um, we're doing in terms of the measurement of the improved outcome, we're actually measuring uh, them based on scientifically designed uh, uh, reports. Uh, uh, we did not invent it's a, it's a very important distinction from anything else. Uh, we are not uh, inventing science. We are translators of existing. Uh, interventions, studies, research uh, that is coming from you know the top academic institutions, you know UPenn, Harvard, Stanford, and and we're we're basically transforming those. So the study that measures uh, that um, that attempts to measure uh, happiness essentially looks at two components to comprise the index: uh, positive emotion, which is your ability to experience uh, uh, positive emotions. You know, if we go uh, and and grab a drink in a bar you are likely uh, to have greater positive emotions. But positive emotions for itself does not uh, mean that you're happy. And, and you know, we're, we're calling it happiness, but, but it's, it's, happiness is obviously a charged term, right? Mm. We're not, happiness means a lot of things for a lot of people. But from a pure scientific research point of view, uh, scientists concluded that the best way to measure happiness uh, is to comprise this positive emotion index with life satisfaction how happy you are about what's going on in your life, how, how excited you are to wake up and, uh, and, and, and you know, go about your life. And, and uh, the combination of these two measurements uh, uh, together uh, comprise a pretty good, accurate state of where you are now. So we will measure you at base when you start the experience, 
And then every two weeks we measure you and, and essentially what has been built in this scientific framework that we created uh, is, is an environment whereby if you're going to do these activities two to three times a week, which is the average time spent uh, that, the, that an average user spends on our, on our site, they come to the site two to three times a week uh, uh, for many, many months, by the way. And if you do that for a period of six to eight weeks, uh, you will uh, measure uh, happier on the index and most importantly uh, you will report feeling uh, uh, better so that that's kind of how we measure that perfect yeah and I think it's an important distinction to make for folks listening that, that this wasn't something that you guys kind of just put together and said well you know we think if you know we you know play some nice music and you know it will make folks happier this is actually based on Selman's research is based on the research of positive psychology at schools like UPenn and other Ivy League schools so I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that it's not just some kind of ad hoc um, you know, thing thrown together by you know a bunch of tech guys. Yeah, I, I mean, to be to be perfectly honest, I you know three years ago I had no knowledge that you know of the amount of research that is done by uh, this this uh, you know uh, remarkably smart people on the topic of happiness. And when I was first introduced to the topic, well-being uh, research, uh, happiness. I dismiss it, you know, I'm as skeptic as they go when it comes to, you know, kind of guru-based self-help, uh, all of that type right, of right. things. Uh, but but when you look at the science, when you start seeing the frameworks around which these uh, academics have been researching the field for greater the past 15 years, I would say, uh, uh, and you look at the uh, uh, amount of evidence that they're coming with to the efficacy of those uh, techniques uh, and, and what they're seeing, and by the way, not just behavioral science, also neuroscientific approach. Uh, you know, uh, Richie Davidson at, uh, at at the University of Wisconsin, that, that learning and studying the science of well-being from a neuroscience-based uh, uh, approach, looking at your functional MRI uh, brain scans and seeing what's actually happening in your brain. I, I kind of you know looked at it and say, this is fantastic. We got to bring it to more people. We got to make uh, it more usable and more applicable by as many people as possible. Let's bring our expertise in kind of transforming and creating engaging user experiences and work with the scientists to help uh, bring and transform their uh, findings into uh, applications and services that people can actually use, can benefit from. Uh, you know, we're a very mission-based uh, uh, company, so it's a, it's a, it's, it's, there's nothing greater than waking up in the morning and, and knowing that what you are creating is actually making people feel better about themselves, about their lives. Uh, improving the lives of people, and that—that's the mission that Happify is after. Perfect. And and how might how might this biofeedback further our self-understanding for whether it's fitness, happiness, um, and and maybe even you know interact with an app like Happiness um, in the future? Well, well clearly, uh, you know, the world is is you know divided into you know self-reported measurements and also objective measurements. You know, there's tremendous progress, obviously, on on you know on the objective measurements through different sensors and sensor uh, 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 frameworks, you know, the, the HealthKit, uh, Google Feet, and many other frameworks that will ultimately educate consumer that they can measure uh, important uh, feedback uh, uh, and, and act upon it. I think the important thing is not just to measure, is what do you do with the measurements. So when it comes to measuring emotions, you know, I'll give you a, a simple example. You will not be able to be happy if you're sleep deprived. It doesn't matter. Uh, sleep deprivation is the number one technique to make you unhappy. 
so so clearly as those uh, as those measurements becoming uh, as those measurements become available as the uh, you know the hardware becomes more uh, uh, broadly available with consumers and we're just starting to make this uh, uh, I think I think broad consumer adoptions beyond the early adopters you know we techies love everything very early but but you know if you look at how you know, has hardware really came to mass market yet? Not yet. We're making first very important uh, steps, but we're definitely going to integrate sensors and we already have uh, uh, several ideas about how to kind of uh, calibrate, you know, self-reported with uh, objective measurements to ultimately improve their recommendation of activities that we're doing, uh, uh, that we're asking users to do. There's tremendous opportunity there. Awesome, awesome, and I think uh, one of the one of the final questions I had for you that we had talked a little bit off mic um, was how do you see apps like yours and others integrating with augmented reality to provide more immediate feedback and really real time gamification um, in the future? And I think this is kind of touching upon uh, or expanding upon the uh, the last question we had we had gone over. Yeah, so so, so this is a fantastic question Tim. I think I think that when you when you're thinking about augmented reality in the context of trying to help people live better and, and connect uh, in a meaningful way and and you know appreciate what they have and, and aspire to to whatever aspires them uh, in life uh, we, we've got to be kind of a little careful uh, you know on one hand you know we're going towards a world that we are going to see virtual realities that are not even augmented fully virtual realities where I think people are going to spend a lot of time, uh, you know, escaping from the real world. Uh, uh, when it comes to augmented reality, it's really about finding out uh, how can we use this technology and these applications to help you achieve the goals that applications like ours and others are trying to achieve, but in a better way. So I'll give you an example. Uh, so one of the key elements of, of uh, in the skill framework that we've created uh, uh, and Happify is is called Stage, which is essentially a, uh, an applicable set of uh, emotional skills that we help people develop. And the Stage uh, framework, and you could check it on our website. But the frames, the first element in in this framework is something called savoring, which is all about mindfulness, self awareness. One of the interventions that we're helping people do is we ask them to go outside and, and look around and start noticing things. You know, we've become so numb uh, in the way we perceive our reality because we, our mind is going thousand miles to thousand directions. And we're, you know, when we walk out the street, we're so rushed to the next meeting where we don't stop and look around and just kind of absorb. And the science tells us that people that have greater ability, uh, uh, you know, to absorb uh, are more aware, have more. Uh, uh, call it the mindfulness muscle is is more uh, evolved. Uh, have a laughable list of of benefits from health to to success to, to many many more elements. So, in back to the example. So, one of the interventions that we're doing is asking people, you know, uh, look around, find uh, something that that is really beautiful, and and just save or be there in a moment, explore that. Uh, many people may find it hard because they just, uh, you know, this muscle has not been uh, uh, recently worked out. Uh, I can definitely see a scenario where with augmented reality, we're kind of pointing you when you walk around the street, topics or things that you could actually look that we know that you appreciate. So if you like architecture, I would basically say savor this particular building down right, right. on Broadway. Look up, look how beautiful this building is. Look at the, at the arches. Look at uh, many, many things. So I think that 
executed right uh, this fantastic uh, opportunity around augmented reality uh, to improve emotional well-being of people. Executed wrong, you might find uh, this turning much more into full virtual reality and uh, actually using this uh, technology to have people escape their uh, uh, their emotions and and kind of working on their emotional. So so you know something that we're very excited about uh, at, at Happify is you know there's a theme that says technology is not as great uh, if you want to live well, you want to live happier, healthier lifestyle, you know, disconnect from technology, uh, you know, shut down your devices. And we're basically saying, no, we're not going to shut down our devices, but we're just going to turn the focus to uh, apps and technologies and services that help us create more meaningful lives. And, and augmented reality can play a very important role, I think. Fantastic. And, and we're right on time. I, I appreciate the, the interview and, and your time. Offer. And if people want to learn more about happiness, um, where are they going to? Well, they should, uh, you know, we, we have a website. Uh, you can check it on happify.com. Uh, we have an iOS app that you can download. Uh, fantastic ex experiences on, on both. Uh, we're coming out with an Android app uh, uh, this before year end. So, so there's plenty of opportunities. There's a lot of good uh, content and, and actual things that you could do to, to become happier. So check it out. Cool. So they're going to Happify.com um, if they want to check out the check out the app. And if they want to learn more about kind of what you're up to and what the team's up to, where they check where they following you. Well, we usually uh, you know we usually have you know stuff that we're doing on our blog. Uh, so on the site, everything is available, and you know uh, uh, people that are particularly interested in the field are are invited to uh, email me. Uh, my email is on the site as well. Perfect. Well, this has been great, Ofer. Thanks for the time. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, so, team, we're we're off the recording, right? We are. We are. We're off yeah. the recording. Yeah. So I may, or I should have told you that in the first sentence, but I think you mispronounced my. I my did. Name. I'm gonna. I'm actually do it right now. I was gonna say that to you right after the interview, so I'm gonna yeah. cut that in right now. So I'll do. Uh, we'll we'll recut that. So let me do it real quick here. Yeah. It's 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 spelled. Uh, it pronounced right. No, no. It's Ofer. Ofer. Okay. Think about an offer. It's it's Ofer. Ofer. Then and the, yeah. Exactly. Okay. You got it right. Cool. I'll do it one more time. Hey, everybody. This is Tim here with Tech Emerges, where we interview entrepreneurs, investors, and researchers in the domain of emerging technology. Today, I'm joined by co-founder and president of Happify, Ofer Leidner. Hi, Tim. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Ofer, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Excited to be here. Perfect. That should cut it. Yeah, I was going to mention it at the end. I was like, oh, shucks. I got to cut that back in. Okay, cool. So we got that. Okay, so so basically from here, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna have this chopped up and, and pass over to Dan, um, and we'll we'll post it on the the podcast and, and everything else, and and uh, I'll touch base with with Dan. He's actually uh, he's sick. I heard. Yeah, but... yeah. He was like, he texted me at five o'clock, and he was like, haven't slept, can't swallow water. And I was like, oh, Dan. Uh, <laughs> so, well, wish him uh, wish him uh, quick yeah, recovery. He'll, and, he'll be uh, good. He's a tough guy. So, well, I, I definitely appreciate the time and and. Thanks so much. I'm uh, glad I got to check out the app. Actually, I was filling out your survey earlier, uh, right before the interview. So that's cool. Yeah, spend spend a week with it. Uh, tell me what you think. Uh, you know, usually when people, it takes about a week before people kind of calling it the Happify effect. They don't really understand why, but they suddenly feel different. And uh, you know, it, it's all based about you know uh, perception modification and all those techniques that uh, you know Seligman and the folks at UPenn. Uh, 
with positive psychology have created, but it, it's working, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's fascinating to watch because, you know, I was as skeptic as they get. And we, you know, if you, if you sign up, you see that the first email that we're sending out to people, we basically say, we know that you're here. We know that you come with skepticism. Welcome. That's fine. Just try it out. See what happens. Uh, so, so give it a chance for a few days. See what happens. Fantastic, man. Thanks so much for the time. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate Bye. your time. Bye-bye. See ya.